0: Just leave it better like you found it. Guys, you still have to be able to explain the value of Mm -hmm. solving this technical debt to me.
1: The good thing is that you you will be able to pick up whichever story you want. There is no prioritization in this one. You have 20% of your time to to solve technical debt.
2: Welcome to the Ball.com Tech Lab podcast. Today on this episode... One of the aspects that keeps popping up in software development, technical debt. Some created on purpose, for example, to get features into production. Some just came into existence.
3: Yes, so what is technical debt and how to fight it? According to the definition, it can be compared to monetary debt. If technical debt is not repaid, it can accumulate interest, making it harder to implement changes later on. A couple of weeks ago, George approached me and said, "Okay, it might be an interesting topic to discuss because uh, the team I'm in suggested an approach to technical depth." So I invited uh, the team, uh, being George and uh, and sits in the in the podcast. So time to introduce them, uh, Peter Paul.
2: Yeah, you already kind of yeah, did it. Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, George uh, Katsikopoulos. Uh, he's a young professional and software engineer in the team, focusing on uh, uh, yeah collection processing and risk, and we have Sietze Dolls, who is the product owner of the team, known internally as 4E. So, welcome, great to have you here. So, um, yeah. What's your uh, definition of technical debt?
1: My definition of technical debt? Hmm. Uh, Well, you can go to Wikipedia and see the the definition, and, uh, you know, there's so great words and great vocabulary, but uh, for me, things work better if I compare them with examples and metaphors. So mm. how I would say te- technical debt is, is okay, let's say um, I'm having dinner with my friends and uh, I'm cooking everything and I make this delicious uh, dish with cheese and everything in it, uh, you know, all this fatty stuff. And then because I have friends over, I want to spend as much time as uh, I can with them. So I'm not going to clean everything up. So I'm go- just going to leave the mess, take the food, go to my friends and have everything there. Then we have a great time. We go to sleep. Then next morning I have to quick break. Uh, have to cook breakfast uh, really fast and go to work. So I'm not gonna clean everything up from last night. No, no, no. I'm just gonna uh, get a new plate, get a new mug. Uh, just maybe clean something up real quick, just one device, and then cook there. And then drop everything in the sink as well. So you can see this pile of plates like uh, stacking up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this you can compare with technical debt. And okay. the next time I'm gonna cook, and whenever I say cook, just say, just imagine developing. Uh, then I would still either need to clean everything up, which is going to take a serious amount of time, or I'm just going to keep on cooking and then stacking everything in the sink until this uh, situation becomes uh, unbearable and then I just have to clean everything up. So this is how I would describe technical debt, like uh, developing stuff without really uh, taking care of what's going to happen in the future. And then these things just come back right at you and uh, hit you in the face.
2: So and, and in, in your uh, example in your definition you already gave like like the things that are hindering uh, in the approach basically uh, the idea that you have to fix it all in one you have to, the idea yeah. that you have to fix uh, to do all the dishes in in one go that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, or that you basically yeah. have to ignore it right yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah you know or you can do that or you can just be more critical about it and mm-hmm. then be like okay so whoever uses the kitchen. Uh, let's stick with the kitchen metaphor for this time <laughs> yeah, like so far yeah so whoever uses the kitchen uh you know just leave it better like you found it like mm-hmm. okay, if I have a, a sink with, filled with dishes then maybe clean the devices used and maybe clean a couple of dishes so that uh you know they don't keep us stacking up and then uh, it's easier for you to to proceed
2: yeah, that, yeah. so the uh, the plates, uh, they they all have to go because they're taking <laughs> most of the space. And maybe we can leave some of the knives and the forks and the spoons. Yeah, we we yeah. just keep them there.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. But it's also managing uh, your time. So it's, it's seeing, okay, today I still have my friends over. I want to spend my time on this area. And, and today I don't want to spend my time in the kitchen too long. Um, while on other days you take <laughs> a conscious decision to do the cleanup and, and first uh, uh, get a clean kitchen again.
3: Um, and we have a party at home. We we use uh, this this stuff you can throw away, so so you don't end up with technical debt at all. Is that also a metaphor to uh, towards software development?
1: That's an interesting aspect because <laughs> honestly, I've, I've never thought of that. And I actually you got me triggered now. I'm, I'm trying to think of something that you can use like code wise or software wise to you know at one go, like uh, you know as this uh, one time thing. Uh, this is yeah. well, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if it's applicable. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> I honestly don't. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but but uh, uh, technical debt has a has a feeling that it's 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 bad. But uh, you also give some some yeah. uh, with this metaphor the ideas that it can add value uh, in in software development. Uh, when does it add value?
0: I think sometimes it helps you to just speed up eh? and George is out of the quich- kitchen quicker. But it's also sometimes you you're stepping into the unknown. So uh, making a decision what to do next might be a bit difficult. Sometimes you can make it really big. What's the the whole technical architecture can be, but maybe we can sometimes just make a first step and, and adjust along the way, but by adjusting along the way and looking back, you're revising your architecture and thinking, hey, well, now that we know that we ended up in, in this route, we might be at a uh, better off of, of redoing our architecture and, and cleaning up this technical debt that uh,
1: was there uh, created along the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, I, I believe that... Uh Technical debt will always be there. You, uh, you cannot be expecting that uh, you will not be creating any technical debt uh, as long as you're developing uh, features and uh, and stuff. Uh, but the the most important thing, I guess, is uh, you have the mentality of uh, let's say before going to the next feature development, uh, make sure that you're bug free and you clean up some uh, some stuff uh, that uh, might uh, come back hit you in the face in the future. Uh, so, yeah, and I th- I think it adds a bit of value because it gives you this mentality of uh, boy scouting in the in the end. So yeah, you could, you can could say that uh, technical that is not is not all that bad after all, but it's still bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, but even if we go to the to, uh, to the metaphor, then some of the uh, choices that we made were uh, really conscious. So, for example. Um, uh, yeah, leaving the dishes and going to your friends—that that was a quite conscious uh, decision. Yeah. But still, for example, when you uh, yeah do the dishes and uh, you also have to clean part of the uh, yeah of the of the kitchen, you sometimes just forgot a few spots basically, and it's it's there behind uh, I don't know a food basket or whatever, right. and you just forget to clean. But at some point, it still can bite you. And but how do you recognize these uh, yeah, let's say spots in your coat where where yeah, maybe there's there's too much dust there or whatever
1: <laughs> from the metaphor. How do you yeah. how do you spot them? So, yeah, of of course there's not a a golden rule, but uh, there are a lot of candidates, uh, I guess, for for technical debt. Uh, so let's say that if you got uh, a lot of code uh, code duplicates, uh, then this is a mm-hmm. really nice spot for technical debt to develop. Because let's say that uh, I, I keep on duplicating some blocks of code everywhere in my code base. And then I figure out that oh, oops, uh, this this uh, block of code that I keep on duplicating has a bug, and now I have to fix everything in the code base, like uh, fix the bug in every single spot I copied and pasted this uh, this block of code. So this is one great candidate for technical debt. Or uh, let's say another one is um, code complexity. So when you find yourself like developing something that you you yourself know that okay, yeah, this is this may be too complex and Maybe people won't understand it, but yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'll just go with it because I need it. Uh, I need the feature out. And yeah, this this can te- can can develop into technical debt in the future because uh, new developers uh, that join the team might not be familiar with uh, what you were thinking there, or the commenting you left is uh, insufficient for your own teammates to understand what you're doing. So maybe this one is a uh, is another candidate, or mm, let's say. A lot of uh, dependencies uh, between between your files. So, for example, file one uh, is dependent to file B. Oh, sorry, file A is dependent to file B, and file C, and file B is dependent to file C, and then file C is dependent to file A. So you see the circle there, yeah. and then it can yeah. come right back uh, and hit you in the face. Yeah. So this one. Uh, and I think I read some. I read something really cool about uh, candidates of uh, technical debt. Uh, one guy actually, what he did was uh, checking in the in the version control uh, management system that they were using. He, he was checking the classes that were being most frequently modified. Mm-hmm. So he was checking the commits uh, to see in which classes there were the most commits and the most frequent ones. And then he isolated these classes and then it turns out that these were the, 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 the classes with the most technical debt because people were going in there and changing stuff and then they were coming back again because it uh, turns out they didn't fix it uh, 100% <laughs> and then back and again and again. And uh, and if, yeah. it, if you compare
0: it to like, if you're writing a story and, and you started going in one direction with your story and, and other people look at it and slightly adjust your story and if you then take a step back and look at it again and then you sometimes find, oh, that, that sentence isn't that coherent anymore and I guess that's the same th- thing that happens to your code base. Multiple developers work on it with different styles, which we try to share our knowledge with and try to get in, uh, in line with each other. But we're still different. So you're going to have differences which can make it more complex to maintain your code base. Yeah, it's also like a, a team uh, uh,
2: exercise where you actually have to uh, make a painting with uh, five of you, and then, uh, but uh, without talking. Uh, but it still has to be a nice thingy, right? And yeah. The result can be quite interesting, and we're <laughs> aiming for a Picasso with all. Of, us. of course. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it seems. Can you also uh, say that uh, when, you're, when you're not focusing on the technical debt for a while, that you s- that you can see that you're slowing down as a team, so that you can do less on your roadmap? Do you s- do you measure that? as well or
0: yeah it's a it's a difficult one to measure because we're trying to stay away from like kpis on on build speed and, and that sort of thing so it, it's a it's complex uh, to measure in general we say okay we automate as much as we can so with testing and that sort of stuff so we see our build time increasing um and in the end we then take our time to also fix that as technical app where we say okay we find this quality level quality assurance important we take it a step back uh, and say, okay, we improve our build speed again. So it's a, a bit of a back uh, and forth between sort of uh, focusing on new delivery and uh, maintainability of your code base.
3: Okay. Hey, before we go over uh, to what you did as a team specific, what what uh, what is the approach in general for technical depth and uh, to, to make it uh, comparable uh, yeah. to what you did as a team? Um,
1: what do you mean about uh, how do the approach in general? Like uh, How, d- how to do tackle you tackle d- it? Yeah, to tackle how it? How to solve, solve it. it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess it depends on uh, what type of technical debt it is, because uh, I think there are a lot of uh, flavors. Let's say, so uh, one one that is uh, I think every developer can relate to is uh, you know when you develop stuff and you know that you gotta get the the feature out quickly and you know that you're omitting stuff and uh, you're working too quickly, but you're like okay okay I, I know this is wrong, but uh, I'm gonna go back and fix it. So when you see that. Uh, well, actually, you should take the time and make the story, put it in the backlog, even if the, the product owner might be a bit uh, grudgy about it, but you put it in the backlog because if you don't, then it's it's gone. It's You're going to forget about it and it's going to stay there forever and uh, nobody's going to take the time to actually solve that unless there's a story or there's a task or there's something in there concrete to to, to, to solve it. Uh, another, another uh, I think, approach of uh, technical uh, debt sol- sol- solving, let's say, is that um, you have to take some time and criticize your architecture for, uh, from from time to time because if you feel that uh, that the, mo- the design you you you're going with is not uh, is not meeting your your purpose anymore, then you just need to redesign it because uh, yeah you can still do patches that is, are gonna make your code better but in the end you know that this is the the the, the root of all the evil that, that your your design is not up to date so you you need to redesign it. And I guess this... Oh, and and also, yeah, last but not least, like, as City said before, like, everybody com- uh, contributing to the same code base is going to introduce some technical debt um, either, they, either they want it or not because we're different people and uh, we code differently. But uh, as long as everyone has in their mentality that I need to leave this place better than I found it, and by place I mean code base, then uh, I guess this helps... Uh, solving a little bit of technical depth because uh, you're going in there if you see that something's wrong you don't ignore it you just fix it as part of the of the story you're currently working on and then I guess this is a way to tackle it
3: and and uh, you you say uh, leave it uh, uh, in a better way than you than you found it do you have a common uh, sense on what is better is the definition clear with with all the engineers in the team or is it something to discuss or is it just Yeah, so obvious.
0: It's always a discussion. So at one point we came up with with questions (laughs) like, okay, does this make it from a five to a six or does it make it from a five to a nine? So it's the sort of place in context, like how much is the improvement for you and and what does it mean to you? So yeah, there are some challenges in in coming up with the the same baseline, but I think especially in this team, they've been working together quite long, so they know each other, they know their code. Um, So they also know their pitfalls, I guess. (laughs) So that's... uh, good to see
3: yeah Yeah, so so to make it specific for for this team the the, you you described general uh ways to to approach and and tackle technical debt. um as a team you came up with a more specific approach you said so what what can you tell uh, about that
0: yeah at, at some point we thought it might be good to just formalize process so we we tried different things and we we did different things from having a technical debt Monday where just the whole team worked on technical debt to more well where we're at right now with We are with five developers, so that makes, if you spend 20% of your time, which is uh, uh, what we're spending on it right now, on it, that you can have one person working on technical depth. Um, And we combined it with uh, the engineer on duty, who's watching, uh, making sure our systems systems run properly. So uh, that's also the person who gets bothered about these little errors and, and stuff popping up. So uh, that's the person who's working on, on technical debt that week. So we just swap around each week and then the next engineer on duty gets to work on the technical debt.
1: Yeah, pretty much that's it. Uh, yeah. And how, how we, yeah, we switch that person every week. So the thing is that, uh, this person for the whole week will monitor, uh, that everything is going fine. And then we, we figured, yeah, why not like add this person to actually develop technical debt and, uh, you know, uh, decrease the, the amount of stories, uh, technical debt related, we have. Yeah. And I think this is going well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's, it's going quite well. And I, I, f- I think it's nice to see that, that that person is also in the lead. So uh, he can decide if, if the alert that just popped up is the most important or, or not. And we still ask from each other that we're, we're being inclusive and, and telling each other why you're doing this and explaining why, why this has the highest priority. Also, to me as a product owner, that's that's still important. Like, guys, you still have to be able to explain the value of mm-hmm. solving this technical debt to me. I'm not going to make the decision to to do this or that technical debt, but you still have to be able to explain to me why this is the most important to you. And do they succeed uh, in that from your point of uh, view, or it's uh, so far so uh, yeah. good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, most definitely so, and, and it also triggers me that, like the sort of stuff they're working on. It, it gives me a sense of what's. What's going on in the team right now so you see it shifting from where we at moments where we're just a lot of alerts popping up that we focus more on well running the business properly uh to now we're more working on like build performance and, and the speed that we're uh, developing in that sense so it's it's not always with the same person some things are, are speeding up the v- development others are just making your opex uh, easier to run
2: mm-hmm. and this, so it's also yeah, it depends still a little on the on the preference and may, maybe even the pet peeves of the person working on it. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a part of the deal actually. Oh, you uh, needed that. <laughs> because uh, when we were thinking about this approach, uh well, I was I have to be honest, I was quite critical uh about it. I was like mm, I'm not really sure this is the best way to go, but uh and then we we came up with okay, you know what? Like you uh, we got to do this uh, this technical debt thing, but but the good thing is that you, are, you will be able to pick up whichever story you want. There is no prioritization in this one. You have 20% of your time to, to, to solve technical debt. And if you feel that you can do a big story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: be my guest. Take that one. If you feel that you want to do some small ones, be my guest. Take them. You get to choose them. You get to do whatever you like as long as it's technical debt solving. Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess we have to measure developer happiness as well in this yeah. sci- experiment. <laughs> I yeah. Really not an answer. And I I think it's good to think about that. We also split the the stories up and we just have them on our backlog. And it's also we try to uh, categorize them a bit on like quick wins versus uh, medium to large uh, stories and and just stuff to investigate. So that might be interesting to improve our our OPEX, but we're not sure yet. So that's also the sort of stuff that I want to take a look at this and, and see if this different solution, this different technology will be an improvement for us as a team put it on the investigate backlog pick it up whenever you want to
3: how do, how do you put it on the roadmap how do you see it
0: so it's basically uh, uh, right now a continuous running uh, uh just 20 percent block on uh, the roadmap um i think also f- from our department perspective we're uh, part of fintech where we find being in control really important mm-hmm. so uh Part of that is is making sure your maintainability is alright, that you're running the business properly. So, therefore, it's yeah okay to spend actually quite a lot of time on it. Um, so
3: uh, yeah, so it also addresses the the the, the continuously focus on quality and uh, yeah and outcome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So one of the one of the things that I that that I can mention, what we talked about earlier, so, is that there's Also, sometimes that we notice that there's something wrong in the architecture, in the design. Uh, um, Is the the time that a person can spend on it, is it uh, enough to fix things like this? Or do we still need an extra for that? Because if I were the product owner, then I would worry about that. How how do you see that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, so you definitely, know. you just sometimes have legacy systems or technologies or uh, with quite a big architecture. And yes, we won't pick that up in that 20%. So. Um, If you're talking about roadmap division, it might be if we have to pick up such a big technological improvement Mm -hmm. that we might say for that part of the time, we won't spend that 20% of the engineer on duty, but it just becomes a regular project, a a regular epic Mm -hmm. where we uh, make steps to improve this. And uh, especially with these bigger things, I think that the value is quite clear. So also to me as a product owner, also being not that technical as as, uh, these guys, they're still, well... We know why what the benefits benefits are of moving to the cloud and, and just that sort of stuff. Yeah.
2: Okay. And so and so far have have you seen really differences between the software developers and the things that have picked up? Because until now that the it was really theoretically, but you're experimenting with this? What 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 do you see? What are your, your findings so far?
1: Um I'm not sure I understand uh, the question 100. Like, do you mean? Uh, D- yeah, the
0: differences. So, what uh, you, you so can you see a bit of a different preference in sort yeah. of thing that that people are working on. So oh, it also okay. relates to a bit. There, there yeah. nature. Some guys are a bit more into exactly. automating <laughs> the testing, so they're working on making the automated test a bit more lean. And others are just like, well, I'm the engineer on duty. I need to fix all these these errors that are popping up. I'll, I'll work on yeah. that part. So it's or enhanced logging and metrics stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a. Yeah. Uh, actually in uh, uh it mirrors the personality uh, a bit yeah. so that's uh, <laughs> that's why i'm asking <laughs> do,
3: do, do you do you differentiate in in types of technical depth that you can categorize them and and later on review them so what what did we actually do
0: so we don't don't split out the technical depth uh, in, in sort of categories but we do uh, do a refinement for the technical debt backlog um, and we uh, well basically we have
1: the technical depth
0: as an epic so we can measure how much uh, issues were uh, solved and um, that are still open so it's a bit more uh, a general notion of technical depth and not okay this is about reshuffling shuffling architecture this is
1: about making
0: testing leaner and that sort of thing we're not going that far might be in a
1: next improvement no, the only categorization is being happening right now is only based on the the workload that this is gonna this is gonna take. So if you think that this is a, a, a big story to take, then you you say okay, it's a large one, and then you put it in the technical debt of large stories. So this is the only yeah. yeah. And and it's
0: also challenging each other a bit to, to get it down <coughs> to a scope that's doable within a week. So um, also, if you wanna do the large project, make make a small proof concept first and, and prove the value of it. If you can do that within a week then we can take the next step further and then it also becomes easier for me as a product owner to say hey this actually becomes a a project because we've proven the value and now we can just normally prioritize it Mm -hmm. as any other project with uh, value yeah
2: yeah cool so and um um from, from your perspective, I think that there there's quite a um, a relation with clean coding uh, practices. Uh, have you also become uh, yeah more aware of them and have be uh, yeah using them as like prevention instead of curing uh, already?
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess well, I guess that these practices were already in the team before mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, this is. This is a quite senior team if you mm-hmm. take me out of it because I only have like <laughs> one year of experience. <laughs> okay. but these other guys have like uh, from eight to twenty years of experience, so they're quite experienced guys and they know the best practices and they know the design patterns and they just don't they don't just go in the code base you know to run one-liners and uh, be like okay this works let's go to the next one. They actually take the time to to go into the with the correct principles. So mm-hmm. this was all, all always there and then. This mentality came to tag along with it and make it uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, a little bit better. Mm. Uh, so I guess it did not really change our mentalities. It just mm-hmm. enhanced them uh, okay. in, in terms of, uh, okay, be twice as critical now that is this that you're doing introducing technical debt? If, if so, this is going to go into the backlog. So mm-hmm. you might as well prevent it.
2: Yeah, so we're making uh, the the technical debt more explicit because you're uh, more actively putting stuff on the backlog uh, before uh, to make sure that it will be addressed somewhere in the future. That so that makes it explicit, okay. and it's more explicit that you're working on it. So that also uh, and making these things uh, explicit helps to yeah keep it. Uh, on top in people's minds yeah, to, to exactly. really r- uh, be working on it. Uh,
0: and, and by making it so explicit, it's also easier to have the, the talk with me as a product owner where I would say, is it really the time to cut corners now? Or is it just okay to spend that little extra time now today and, and not put it on a technical back tab club, where before yeah. the, the developer decided themselves and wasn't a conversation about it? Yeah. Okay, so there's also more and more becoming a
2: conversation. So probably within the team and with you as a product owner in the team, to yeah what should we do now t- yeah instead of uh, someone sitting behind his desk uh, yeah let's do this
0: yeah
1: <laughs> exactly
3: yeah and how long is this experiment already going on in your team
1: uh about a month i think we we're almost on the second month like uh, yeah. yeah one month and a half let's say
0: the evaluation yeah, is so planned next week so <laughs> i'm curious what we'll do <laughs> Okay, <laughs> maybe a
3: week too, too early to, to record this one because the next <laughs> question would be, uh, uh, what are the results? Are we really going faster? Do we spend more time with our friends instead of doing the dishes? So c- can we already say something about that?
0: So uh, we, we can at least say that we solved around 20-25% of our technical debt backlog. Um, so we we're making steps there. Yeah. Um, so at least focus-wise and, and compared to different ways of, of Dealing with technical debt, I think we're really making steps of, of solving it, which, well, a clean kitchen makes a, a happier uh, team, uh, I hope. Um, and uh, I, I think you notice that uh, especially issues that pop up get solved quicker. So uh, the time of response to uh, how much time an engineer has to spend on, on maintainability um, is, is way shorter.
1: Yeah, and also it helps uh on the morale of the team because you know that there's gonna be one uh, one week that uh you're gonna be de- you're gonna do whatever you want like you're gonna tackle <laughs> whatever technologies you want you wanna investigate on something you will do it and uh, this is uh i think this helps as well like uh yeah. which is not measurable actually you can't really measure uh how happy the team is but uh well you can but anyway it's up okay, right. for discussion this one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, got got some nice examples to yeah. to measure it uh, along the way but hey maybe to, to to discuss the relation with some principles there are in uh like clean coding <laughs> principles do, do you use principles like that and did you put them on the wall uh, how does that work
1: yeah I think uh I think my maybe the favorite word uh, of my team is boy scouting I think the if you if you read the review comments we have on the on the code like you uh, and take the, the frequency of the words used. Boy scouting would be number one. So, I guess uh, the, this one is already is already there and uh, enhanced way more by this uh, by this approach. Uh, but yeah, I can't really think of any anything else to be honest.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, you were talking about other principles behind no, Paul, no, or no. just? Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, i th- i think it's already time to to go to the to the closing round and to uh yeah. to summarize for the for the listeners that uh yeah talking about the dishes what what yeah. did you learn what uh what were the the, yeah, yeah, so the most important takeaways
1: i guess uh one one thing that uh people well people listening should uh, really uh know and think is that technical debt is always going to be there there's no solution that uh Let's say will vanish technical debt uh, once and for all, and you're not be able to produce uh, anymore. Uh, so it's gonna be there, but it's it's okay if it's there. Uh, you Just need to have the mentality of uh, every once in a while cleaning it up and uh, tidying up your code base and uh, leaving it uh, cleaner and better uh, than you you found it every time you you wanna th- uh, you wanna develop something in it. Uh, one, 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 uh, one more thing that uh, I, I would definitely want. To, to take out of this is uh, the, the candidates of, of technical debt, so that uh, you know what things uh, might uh, might cause technical debt in the future. So uh, we talked about code duplication, we talked about code complexity, uh, we talked about the, the dependency circles. So uh, I don't think we talked about it, but uh, one th- one good thing to mention is uh, documentation is uh, is of the essence. And uh, highly neglected by uh, neglected by by people uh, every okay. once in a while. Yeah. So I guess this uh, this one uh, we should note. Uh, yeah, and and of course people should not forget uh, if they're interested. Of course, our approach uh, into solving technical debt. Uh, you can uh, you can use like twenty percent of your of your time into doing that, uh, or or you know this is not a hard. Uh, uh, um, written in stone technique of course you can adjust it uh, however you want but i, yeah. I guess this is about the, the principle and the mentality that it brings exactly the yeah. focus the yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And I, I think if you look for me don't, don't make it just a developer party so involve the the people around the team as well uh, of the value of solving of technical depth so i think each the engineer should be able to tell their product owner or the business analyst okay this this thing i'm solving as this sort of value and if, if you're not able to explain it, then, then have to talk a bit longer and, and see, okay, wh- why are you really doing this? And there's always something underneath and make each other understand why, uh, why you're working on this. Great. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, uh, George and Sietze, for, uh, for your uh, contribution to this, uh, to this oh, episode glad. and uh, the insights in technical depth. Next time I'm doing the dishes, I will definitely <laughs> have uh, another look at, uh, at uh, doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> but but what i also um uh, take away from from this story is the, the the fact that you rotate it within the team so that not the same person is every time doing the dishes but it's it's a rotating job and yep. everybody has a share in it and yep. it makes it even more uh yeah focused on on this aspect and uh, i'm really looking forward to if, if the experiment takes a bit longer what what you can measure data points uh, yep. in terms of maybe story points that you can pick up will increase in in the longer run so maybe for a second round uh, to, to <laughs> keep in mind and yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for uh for being here uh, guys thanks for having us uh, thanks, man. Cool. hope we inspired some people to uh, take that uh, approach for sure you did yeah.
2: and thanks for listening to this episode if you liked the episode check some of the others and subscribe to our feed go to spotify or itunes search for tech lab and subscribe hope to meet you in our next episode Have fun.